Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Many of you have been faithful listeners and givers for the eight awesome years of this podcast, and we so appreciate you. We're taking a little break in order to redesign our podcast. In the meantime, we're putting up some of our favorite, most listened to episodes. We hope they encourage you to apply grace to your daily life. This episode is from our Cure and Parents series. Listen in. Welcome to the True Face Podcast. The Cure and Cure Parents. Parents. The way you started that sounded like, welcome to Beeline Dragway. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, Sunday. Winter Sunday. Nationals. Winter Nationals. <laughs> you know we oh, usually man. start at that you, strong. Do you That's usually, um, do you go to the Phoenix uh, International never. Speedway? I've never. never. Have you ever there been there? Never been there. You have, though. I've been there. Yeah. 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 I didn't mean to be, but <laughs> I, I got invited a couple times and I went and... Uh, I think that's why my hearing is not so good anymore. Yeah, um, that's that's ooh. a place where you could use some earmuffs. Oh, yeah, some, yes. oh yeah, especially where we were sitting. Cotton. I mean, when, when you notice that ears. all the people working there on the track, that's are right. Wearing they know what they're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, long since loud, lost theirs. Ooh, situation. Yeah. Whoa! Welcome right. to the True Face Podcast. <laughs> 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 all right. So you guys started this series last week. Yes. Uh, I was somewhere. Um, I was at the Heart of Man screening. That's right. Uh, that day, which say, was say, say words. Oh uh, yeah, it, that's going to be a great film. It mm-hmm. won't release for several months yet, but it is wrapped and post production is so done. Excited. So oh, excited! Oh, it's going to be for a men powerful and women. Film. The way absolutely, oh, just absolutely. Uh, that that is such a moving, a multi generational audience kind of film yes. that is going and also for those who know christ and those who don't which at this screening a couple hundred people th- uh, we noticed both of those audiences mm. within the same room mm. being moved and mm. so i'm impressed with these four they call them the the, the millennial beatles these four the director music composer the producer yeah. they are amazing uh yeah jens and jason tony and eric Fantastic. Yeah. So Wonderful. that's where I was, though, while you guys were starting this uh, Cure and Parents. Yes. Um, I think that uh, we are not necessarily reading the book because we already paid someone to do a really good job of that. They did a really, really good job. Darren Revitz, she um, is out of, out of California. I don't know her at all other than she's really, really good at what she does. And uh, – so she did a read of the audiobook. That's available right now on Audible, um, which is also, a, I guess, a subsidiary of Amazon. So if you go to get the audiobook, that's where you can get it. And if you've never been on Audible before, you've never done that, you can get it for free. Of course, you have to sign up for the 30 days and then cancel. And I don't know how you feel about that. But if you're a person who likes free things, you could get the Cure and Parents audiobook for free if you haven't already uh, signed up for Audible. So that's an option. Or right now you could get the ebook on iBooks or Kindle, um, and that's seven dollars and ninety nine cents, which is less than what the print version will be when that releases in mid November. So it's already available for you. Um, just can't quite get your hands on the print version yet, but uh, the audio version is terrific. It is, yeah. Well, David, uh, 
set up our question yeah. for today and, and how we're doing this series. This well, is one of the three winners. Yeah. One of the things we wanted to do was we know that um, as those of us who are joining us in this message of grace, you have questions that you're thinking, I just wish I could talk to somebody about this. And we want to spend a little time with you on that. And and so we said, hey, what are your questions? We, we did this on uh, Facebook. And uh, here's a couple of them. And we want to remind you that whenever we answer one of these questions, the emphasis of this book is not about how do you get your children to behave? How do you get your children to respect you uh, in just the right way or all that? Respect is great. Behavior is great. This is far more about how do we as parents learn to trust God and others with ourselves so that we can mature, so that we can offer the same thing to our children. And so these questions are always going to be answered through that lens. Um, and so this first question, and one of the winners, is how do you keep from overcompensating for um, your spouse or the other parent in your life who isn't extending grace because they themselves aren't experiencing or accepting grace. How do you how do you do that for your child when you feel like your the the other parent isn't isn't interested or isn't doing that? Well, this assumes that there are two parents. Yes, that's true. And so, we want to speak to both the single parent as well as those who are uh, husband wife together in their parenting. The chance that this happens that we won't be on the same page is great because we come 100%. from 100%. That's it. Yeah. Because we come from different families of origin. It's a warrior, not alone. Yeah. And we have different temperaments and different ways of seeing life and different gifts. And if I'm an engineer and my wife is an artist, man, we, we already, we get all kinds of things that cause us to parent and see our children differently. So, uh, this is not an exact science, but I think one of the most important things that this question raises is, do you have a culture between the two of you, or if you're a single parent, be between you and some other parents, do you have a culture of uh, deferring to the strength of the other parent? And do you have a, a, a family ethos of being able as parents to talk about that together? Uh, to be able to say, I don't, I'm not sure. There's a judgment call. There's a lot of judgment calls that you make. I'm not sure how to extend grace. And as you talked about last week, discipline, uh, in this situation. So can we talk about it? And, um, I, I often think that Janet and I have, we have other parents as well that we respect in how they parent their children at different ages and we stay in touch with them because we want their wisdom. Well, I, I was thinking along with what we've just been saying that one of the greatest things that we can model to our kids that represents grace is how husband and wife treat each other in their disagreement mm. uh, and, and understanding how I present my wife when I'm convinced that she absolutely is clueless on this one and I am the one who gets grace is what teaches my kids grace. That's such a good point. Because yeah. oh, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. there's 
if you feel like you have to get, you're giving grace to your kids and you're the one who's so good at it, and then yes. you turn around and you're just evil to your spouse because they're not. It's pretty clear that that's, nobody gets grace. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's nobody's right. getting it. And and even if you want it with all of your heart, like that's why Bill Thrall, who's so often says it's if you make it a, it's far less about being right than doing what is right. And doing what is right is loving another, even if you're not agreeing. And that is the kind of environment that grace can create far more than I have to be right because I'm afraid of what will happen if I'm not right. And if you don't agree with me, then I have to be this way toward you when... That's right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Additionally, you may be right in the way you handled the situation, but your children will pick up on the fact that you're not right in the way you're handling your spouse. Yeah. And that particular issue will be far more remembered yeah. by them. And unfortunately, you won't see that one come around for about another 15 That's, or so years. That and is then, unfortunate. And, and there's, a, there's a principle that we use a lot that we teach from a positive conviction and without tearing down other uh, believing convictions. So, so it, it is, means when I lay down with my child, I have that time to be able to pour into them without saying, and your dad, of course, remember, he's a lunatic and he, uh, he doesn't know what he's saying. Only listen to me. Right. No, but, but to yeah. be able to just say, your dad and I love each other and I want to say this to you. And so it gives us great, great, beautiful time without undermining anyone else where you get to give the best of who you are. Yes, right? yes. Right. And we grow up in our families with these limitations and weaknesses, things we can't see. And part of the reason God puts us together in this relationship is so that one day we begin to see what is actually happening between myself and my children from my wife in this case. And so I, I, you know, I shared this the other, uh, other night with a group of people that uh, there were many times during especially junior high years, adolescent years, when I had a, a sense that our three children did not want to be around me. And it, it was part, I think it was just a hurt that I felt. Mm. And then I interpreted the hurt as you don't want to be around me, so I'm not going to be around you. And in contrast to that, Janet is going, you know, actually, I see a different thing here. I see a different reality. I see that you could extend grace to them by inviting mm -hmm. them mm -hmm. to be in your life. Mm -hmm. Instead of you just shutting off mm -hmm. uh, the communication, why don't you invite them and let them make some choices? And that turned our life around. So I wasn't able to uh, see how to parent. She was in that mm -hmm. situation. And if we are listening to each other, if we are letting one another protect, not excuse, but protect each other. So good. We yeah. will actually grow out of some of these blind mm -hmm. spots, these generational limitations yeah. and weaknesses that we don't even know we have sometimes. That, that grace that allows a man or woman of a strong personality to actually admit that they're having feelings <laughs> and mm -hmm. that those feelings are affecting their behavior, yeah. um, that's one of the things that without grace – you can't do and you have to continue to pretend to be strong and be right and be and all the while you're hurting your kids because you're operating off of your own hurt which you can't admit to anyone and it's a fool's game 
And so grace allows a safety for you as the parent to get to admit some things. And that also will be seen by your children. Mm, So good. I I also think uh, this question doesn't give this. But I think if you had said to me, oh, early on when I was preaching grace, but I didn't know how to live it, I would have said, yes, I have to kind of overcompensate for Stacy because she doesn't understand uh, all the nuances of Romans 5 through 8. But in truth, I was the one who didn't know how to give grace to my kids, and Stacy did for a long time. I think that's, I'm catching up, but... I would have said, no, I'm the one, and I have to overcompensate for Stacy's lack of understanding of the... I was wrong. Yeah. And so it's it's so... If I can give dignity to my spouse, there's a real good chance, oh, my, I'm learning how to give grace now, and I'm gr- the one having to grow up right now. So, so I don't know sometimes that just because I have more didactic knowledge about grace that it makes me the one right. who really gets grace in right. the family. And the more dignity we give to everyone in our family, the more God shines through. Yeah, because, That's right. Uh, God gets to show up in the strengths that he's given us when we don't feel like we're having to defend the strengths that we have against the other people who <laughs> are saying you're not good enough. That's right. That's right. So, Well, we will see you next week for another winning question. Uh, get that audible book or that ebook. Uh, while they last. While they last. <laughs> <laughs> Indefinitely. That's the one thing about those is the they, stock is unlimited. Yes. So, yeah, all right. And you want more, we'll still, get more. Get them while they last. Or we're, we're going to think up a new way to That's convince right. you to get That's them. Right. I don't know. <laughs> There's only four left forever, and then they're gone. <laughs> Size <you> copies. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the True Face Podcast. If you would like to join the many listeners who support TrueFace financially or sign up for our monthly newsletter, please visit TrueFace.org. If you'd like to read the materials these podcasts reference, visit TrueFace.store.